sit down, stand up, sit down, stand up. But we have to say this, okay? <laughs> forgive me, guys. Jesus said you must forgive me. It's okay, I may stand. Amen. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Now, we didn't get to that on the screen. That's wonderful. Please be seated. Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 7, from verse 7, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek, you'll find. Knock, the door will be open. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who asks, receives. It didn't qualify who's asking. Just everyone who asks, receives. Don't matter who you are. Don't matter what you've done. If you ask in his name, you'll receive. You'll receive. Everyone who seeks, finds. And everyone, to the one who, who knocks, the door will be open so we can ask. The reason for that, it tells us in Romans chapter 10, verse 12 and 13, it says, For there is no distinction between Jew or Greek. Jew and Greek. The same Lord overall is rich. Say that word with me, rich. His resources cannot be depleted. It cannot be the, the same Lord is rich over all. The same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon Him. For whoever, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. In other words, if you call on God, God will answer, He'll deliver you. God is rich to everyone who calls. His resources cannot be depleted. God will always answer. What we need to know is that God is even seeking to do way above what you ask. God's not just wanting to do. He's been saying it. I want to do above what you can ask. Can you ask? Ask. How big that? Above what you ask or even think. God says, I want to do more. I want to do this. And he tells us in, in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21, he says, Now to him, that's to God who is able, God's resources will never be depleted. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask or think. If you think it, God says, I want to go beyond that. And God's been saying this. He's not just saying it this morning. God's been announcing, can you ask, ask, I'll beat it. I'll go over there. You can imagine it, imagine what you want. I can do better than that. Is that all you got? Bring it on, God says. I'll beat that. That's what he's saying. And Paul is actually worshipping God, saying unto him, Unto God, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. To Him be glory. Where? In the church. In the church. Because when He answers your prayers, we're coming to that, that gives Him glory. Your, the answer to your prayer brings Him glory. And you know God wants His glory. 
He says no man, he doesn't share his glory with anyone. He sees glory. And when he answers your prayer, that increases the level of his glory. So he can't wait for you to ask. So ask so that God will give to you. These are not my words. And these are not words to make you feel good. These are the words of God himself. The words of God himself. God's the one saying this to us. And you honor him when you believe it. And you dishonor him when you question it. That's the God we serve. I'm still learning. I'm growing. I'm beginning to find there's so much to know. There's so much to believe. There's no more, so much to trust God for. I haven't scratched the surface yet. There's another area to go. And I'm going to soak in that to see what God will do. And I believe He'll come through because He is God. He said it's for the church. To Him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations. That's my generation. Amen. My generation is included. Your generation, God wants to do it. So to get glory unto himself by answering your prayers in your generation. What do you want God to do? God wants to do it for us. Amen. He wants to do it for us. He's not satisfied. And he says it's forever and ever. And then God added, Amen. You know, that's the Holy Spirit speaking to us. Is God wants to do this. God wants to do beyond. Roman, I mean, Proverbs, I mean, sorry, Psalm chapter 2, verse 8. God says, ask, Psalm chapter 2, verse 8, ask of me. And I will give you the nations for your inheritance. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. All you need to do is ask. I will even give you the nations. You know what Jesus said? He said, go into all nations and make disciples of them, right? Go and make disciples of all nations. That means if we ask for the nation, he'll give to us. If we ask for Cyprus, God will give Cyprus to us. That's where I'm going. If we ask for Cyprus, God says I can do beyond that. That's all you can ask, just Cyprus. What about Houston? And what about Texas? Is that, all you, is that the best you can ask? Is that the best you can believe for? We're asking. Ask of me the nations. And I ask, and I'll give the nations to you for inheritance. The ends of the earth for your possession. That belongs to us. And if you read in Isaiah 43, verse 5 and 6, God says, don't fear. Let's do this thing together. He says, for I am with you. I know God's with me, with me. I know God's with the Ark Fellowship. No doubt about it. God's with us. And God says, I am with you. You don't have to be afraid. I will bring your descendants in Cyprus to you. Amen. Those that will take over. God says he's going to bring them. He says, I will bring your descendants from the east. And gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up. 
give them up. And to the south, do not keep them back. Don't, don't hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. You know, I've realized this. That if the Ark Fellowship will keep asking God for the, uh, for the Cyprus, for Cyprus, God will deliver Cyprus to us. So I have come up with a formula. How many want to hear my formula? Amen. I'm excited about it even if you are not, but I am. Hopefully it catch up with you. I've come up with a formula. The Bible says everywhere the soles of our feet tread, God gives it to us for an inheritance. And then God has also said, ask of me the nations, I'll give them to you as an inheritance. So I decided, I want Cyprus. All the sinners in Cyprus, please give them to the Ark Fellowship. How many agree with me? It says, if you ask, you will receive. Everyone that asks, receives. You don't have because you have not asked. So I'm going to be asking. So what I want to do, uh, uh, we will discuss in our, in our staff meeting. Uh, I will get, you know, these days it's even, it's even better. In those days, all they have to do is walk, right? <laughs> now I can get in the car. Cover the whole area. <laughs> Amen. We'll drive around Cyprus. I've told Pastor, where's Pastor Preston? Uh, I've told him, please give me the map of Cyprus. And I'm going to beg you, please. In the name of the Lord, on one Saturday morning or so, we'll come in real early, get in the van, and then, just like the Bible says, God will say to the east, don't hold back. That we, we will be doing it in His name. Amen? We'll sit in the van, and we'll be telling, as we drive around the neighborhood, you come into church whether you like it or not. You are accepting Jesus whether you like. We are accepting you as our inheritance. In the name of Jesus. And we'll go all over, drive all over this place, asking the devil, let them go. So when they wake up in the morning, for the first time in their, in, maybe in 25 years, the guy says, I wonder, am I, am I going insane? I'm thinking about going to church. Something is wrong with my mind. What happened? Hey, honey, hey, I'm thinking about going to church. I don't know where that thought came from. And she says, well, I've been thinking the same. Really? You have? Well, let's go to that church. Oh, there is that church that has a lot of flags around there. Let's... Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's what we're going to do. If your heart, if two shall agree concerning anything, that they shall ask on the earth. Jesus said, it will be done for them by my Father. Our job is to win them for Christ. Amen? And, and the enemy has his own strategy to keep them in bondage. We are not unaware of the ways of the enemy. It's different ways. But we have the wisdom of Christ. And we can take him on. And we can do that. And I guarantee you, if we do this constantly, you watch what's going to be happening. They will be coming here. You, they'll talk to you. And they'll receive Christ. They will, this place is going to be full. If we do that with faith, with faith, God's going to do that for us. Amen? And we're going to be telling them, the east, the west, the north, give up. Don't hold back. Let them go. Take the blinders of their eyes. When we pray, God will answer. For everyone who asks, 
receives. Everyone who asks receives. If you are with me in this, it's important. It's not about filling up a church. I want to get a good crown when I get to heaven. Amen. Some man was talking about laying uh, crowns. You know, when we get to uh, on the day of judgment, people will be laying crowns at the feet of Jesus that they earned from their labor for Christ. I'm so happy my name doesn't start with P. So I'm not going to be near Peter and I'm not going to be near Paul because their crown is going to be so beautiful. By the time I put my crown down, the angels are looking the other way. We've seen the best for this. Now you're laughing, but he's not going to be funny over there. <laughs> but I'm glad if God do, does it that way, uh, Peter, my name starts, good luck on my head. I've already got my phone before Peter comes. And Paul, those two guys, Peter and Paul, that's the real tough ones. With that huge crown coming to give the master and all the angels, everybody worshiping. After they put years, and God forbid, you are next to Paul, and you had, and you had your little, uh, not this Paul, <laughs> but you, this Paul, amen. He's doing work for God. Now you got your little crown, and you are rejoicing to give you crown, and the angels are looking like, is that all you got? Uh, that's not funny. But that's what's going to happen. People are laying down their crowns before the master. So my thing is, for all of us, we're family here that God's put together. We can do something. Amen? You can make that little sacrifice. We're not asking you to knock on doors. We just drive around and pray for them. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and they pray and turn from their wicked ways, wicked ways Sometimes your wicked way is not praying for them. You're not concerned about what they're going through. You're not concerned about the fact that they're going to hell. You found Christ. You know you're going to heaven. But what about these guys? That's wicked if you, if you, if you can see that and tolerate it. So God promised he will answer us. So we go around praying for them. And then we start expecting them to show up in church. And as they come in, we know that God has answered our prayer. And I walk up to the guy, just like uh, Pastor Roy and I did in uh, Calvert, because we've been praying for businesses to come to Calvert, our church in Calvert. And we walked into a new business there, and the lady, uh, she, had can- uh, she had cancer, that's why I haven't been back. But uh, we walked in there, and she was looking at us like, what do you guys want? Because we were not buying anything. <laughs> We just walked in. And then we reached out to her and said, Lady, you are our answer to our prayer. She looked like, what? Really? I said, we said, we said, yes. I said, we've been praying for you to come. She said, really? Yeah. We prayed when there was no business. You see, you, you're here. The other person is here as well. We've been praying. You are an answer to prayer. And I, we said, we want to pray for your business to prosper. She said, yes, I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Then she told us about the cancer she had. I mean, she knew our prayers have been answered. So when they show up, you walk up to the guy and say, Hey, thank you for coming. Uh, you are the answer to our prayers. He's looking at you and say, Really? So God brought me here because of your prayers? That feels good. 
they will enjoy this service. Amen? But we got to do this for our God. Amen? We got to do this for our God. Jesus promised to answer. I'm going to go through this really fast. Several scriptures, because I don't want to come back to this message as well. But Jesus struggled so hard to let his disciples know the power in the use of his name in prayer. From John chapter 14 all the way to John 16, he kept back, he said other things, but he comes back to the same thing. Several scriptures. Just to let them know. And I'm going to go through them. 14 verse 12. And, uh, 14 verse 12. And in fact, seven times he did this. Repeat, almost repeating himself. Letting them know the power of the use of his name in prayer. When you breathe the name of Jesus, no devil can, can withstand that. They may resist for a while, but they know they have to give up. When you say any prayer in his name, that prayer can never be ignored by heaven. It's never ignored. God will hear. Just in his name. This is what Jesus said. Most assuredly, it's almost like taking a, a, an oath when he uses this word, these words. Most assuredly, it says, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to the Father. I'm going to be up there in the realm of real power. He says, and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. <coughs> Excuse me. What he's saying is, whatever you demand in my name, I'll do it. That's why I have confidence to pray for the sick. Because he said, I'm going to my father. The works that I do, you do also. If you believe in me, and I know, it's very simple, by the grace of God, I believe in the name of Jesus. I believe in Jesus. So I qualify. Simple. I met that requirement. I'm a believer. And he said, the works that I do, you will do also. He can't lie. It's impossible for him to lie. And I am a believer. So I got to try it. And trust that he'll keep his word. That's faith. Believing that God cannot lie. He'll keep his word. And then he says, whatever you demand in my name, I'll do it. Just like we demanded today with regards to Megan. So we demanded it in his name. Jesus said, I'll do it. You demand it in my name, I'll do it. Why? Why? That, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. That means the Father's glory is tied to Jesus doing something for us that we demand in His name. Simple. If we demand it in His name and it's not done, the Father gets no glory in the Son. But if we demand it in His name, the Father gets glory when Jesus does it in His name. So God's glory is tied to your asking. And your demands. And that rich substance. From whence come all the visible wealth that we have. All the visible wealth is, can never be depleted. 
He's so rich. The substance in his name, the substance in his word, the substance in the Holy Spirit, you cannot deplete that. When we use it, it works. Because we're using his name and we believe in his word. That rich substance in this whole universe cannot be depleted. And we can make demands on that constantly. He says, if you ask in my name, I will do it. That my father, the father may be glorified in the son. And then he added, he repeated himself. That's another, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So we can go into the neighborhood asking them, come to the house of God, you will. And then in in 15, verse 7, it says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, it will be done for you. And John chapter 15, verse 16, it says, you did not choose me, but I chose you. And appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. And then he goes, and w- that whatever you ask, the Father in my name, he give it to you. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a matter be established. God said, I'll answer your prayers. John 16 verse 23, he says, and in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, and says, it's almost like taking an oath. In that day, what day? We're talking about today. This is the day Jesus was talking about. Today, in that day, that was before he went to the cross. Now he's been on the cross, he's been to the cross, and he's risen again. And now he's saying, this is the day. In that day, he tells us, you ask, you will receive. And in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Whatever. Hello? Whatever. Whatever. He'll give it to you. He'll give it to you. And John 16, verse 24. Until now, this one I really love. It says, until now, you have asked nothing in my name. You haven't even tried it. Ask, he said. And you will. You will. Ask and you will receive. No doubt about it. Ask, not you may receive. No, you will receive. And he says, receiving will fill up your joy. So he wants you joyful. If there's something missing, you can't be full of joy. God says, I want to meet that need so you can be joyful. Ask in my name. And John 16, 26 and 27, in that day, again, we're talking about that day. You will ask in my name. And I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you. Because you have loved me. Why? Because you have loved me. Why? Because you have loved me. And I believe that I came from, forth from God. How many believe here today that he came from God himself? If you do, then you qualify. Don't make it too complicated. Don't analyze it. Accept it. Just simple, by faith. 
Don't make it too hard. That's religion. Why don't you just accept what he says? Religion is always what I can do. God says, just believe it and act on it. It's that simple. Believe it and act on it. You don't see it, but God does it. That's what we need God to. That's faith. Just believe and say, yes. Sometimes in church, you got this guy, he's, he's had all his theology, and he wants to go with all his theology. And then there's, this guy just got saved yesterday. Both of them are sick. And the one who just got saved, he says, oh, God will heal you. He says, yeah, okay, why don't you put your hand here? The other one is going, oh, can you tell me a chapter and a verse and all of that? And the, other, the new one gets healed, and everybody's wondering, how come this sin didn't get healed? Well, there's no faith there. It's religion. Just take it in a very simple way. Just receive it in a very simple way. Until we know the word and understand the word, it's hard to receive. And God will allow areas in our life where we have to dig deep so that we can receive from him. And that's what he's giving to us today. Hey, when we use the word deep, says, wow, that's deep. No, all the scriptures I'm giving to you, that's the deep we're talking about. <laughs> all these scriptures that I'm giving to you, that's the deep. That whatever you ask in his name, he will give it to you. Amen? Bow your heads with me today. We can have confidence in him that whatever we ask, but we have to be a part of his kingdom first before we can ask because you have to be in covenant. All heads bowed and all eyes closed today. If you're here and you say, look, God, I want Jesus in my life. I made a commitment to Jesus before, but my commitment is really slacking. I need Jesus I want, to, I want that fire. Then you are a candidate this morning. Or if you haven't really made a commitment that you know, that you know from your heart, between you and God, that's you this morning. All you need to do is put your hand up and say, God, I want that. At the count of three, just do that. One, two, three. Put your hand up. If you need that, thank you. I see your hand. Thank you. I see those hands. Thank you. There's a thing called repentance where you turn around from whatever it is that is blocking that relationship with God and you're saying, I'm not doing that anymore. God, by your help. You won't be able to get out of it by your own power. But if you believe in this name of Jesus, the name that created the world, he'll deliver you. Amen? So pray with me today. Mean it from your heart. If you do, the Holy Spirit will be placed in your heart and that's the source of power that's the generator for a lot of power there's going to be light in your life because of that great generator that god puts in your heart when you receive jesus pray with me especially those that lifted their hands pray a minute and after prayer check this connection card and right there check there i made my decision for god today Put it in the offering envelope and we will see that and pray over those in Jesus' name. Pray with me. Everybody stand up while we say this prayer before our God. Please be very reverent because right now, some people's name, we got some new names that are going to be added to the book of life. Amen. Some new names, the angels, 
the finger of God writing your name in his book. And he says, that belongs to me. That's my child. Angels, see that? That's mine. Demons, notice. Uh, that's a go, no-go area. That's my son. That's my daughter. Amen? So we're going to pray and receive him this morning. Amen? You are say with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus into the world. Jesus, thank you for dying for me on the cross. Lord, I make you with all my will, with all the power within me, I make you the Lord of my life. Take over. Be my Savior and my Lord forever. Help me to live the life that's pleasing to God from this day forward and forever. In Jesus' name, amen.